And hello and welcome to The Voice of Business here on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. And this is the monthly Gwinnett Chamber radio show here on Business Radio X. And every month we love to talk to business leaders. And we have three small business leaders in the studio today. Joining us is Reggie Mobley with Mobley HVAC. Reno Borgannoni with Reno Borgannoni CPA and Perina Anderson with Twin Cookies and Sweet. Reggie, why don't you tell us about your business, Mobley HVAC, and what inspired you to start your business? Well, that's a good question. Um, when I first started, I had a produce stand, so I used to uh, sell greens, tomatoes, cucumbers at local farmer's market. And, um, you know, I started off very young. And I realized the customers used to love my produce. Uh-huh. I mean, they would line up. If they saw my truck backed up at the, at the farmer's market, I mean, they would be in line to get my produce, you know, the greens and all that. So what inspired me to, to do the HVAC, I, I, I've always been interested in it, but just knowing that the customers used to love my produce, and I said, if I can do this, then they'll love what I do <laughs> if I can work on their air conditioner and get them cooling again. That's quite a leap going from produce to heating and air well produce is, is you're out in the hot sun you know you you're, you're you're plowing you're 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 planting you know it's, it's hard work smart man you said you said enough of this i'm going inside where the air conditioning is exactly that's great so you're with mobley hvac how long you been in business now oh man about 22 years i gotta ask you who was your first client my first client believe it or not it was a little lady her name was uh well it was his wife her name was um, Emetha Mizell, and it's back in my hometown, which is Ray, Georgia. It's a really, really small uh, rural community, and I was back in 95, and um, she was really, really picky, and it took us a while to get that first job done, but we got it done, and we, we satisfied her. So Miss Mizell was the first customer that we had. That's great. That's cool that you remember your first one. You always remember the first one, don't you? Yes. Also joining us, of course, is Reno Borgannoni. And, and Reno, you've had your CPA firm for, for many, many years. What inspired you to get into the business that you're in these days? Well, Mike, I believe I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit. I grew up a cotton farmer, you know, running our own business. And, 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 as, and I got an accounting degree. Obviously, that's what I wanted to be. And when I was sitting there in corporate America and as tax season came around and everybody was like, hey, you know, can you help me out? You know, I, I, I love doing that. I had fun doing that. So I just paid it, paid a little attention to it over time. It grew and grew. So I was able to take it full time eventually. When my son uh-huh. said, hey, I'm going to go to college and become an accountant, I, I, I thought I would put a little focus on it. And that's what we did. I, I built my own practice to bring my son in. That's got to make you happy when your own son says, I want to do what you're doing, Dad. Yeah, it was kind of neat. You know, I didn't I didn't push him, but he it was his choice, and uh, you know we're having fun with it today. So you've always been good with the numbers, even as a kid, perhaps. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was yeah, I was kind of like a math person. You know, I did good math. You know, and that's a subject most people struggle with. I didn't have that problem. But then you learn as you become an accountant and a CPA that you know you don't really need to know the math. It's all theory and practice. It's not really mathematics, but. <laughs> And these days, the computer does all the work for you. You're right. You just kind of plug in the numbers. <laughs> it does all the math for you anyway. <laughs> there you go. How long have you been in business? Uh, well, basically, I started practicing in 1988, you know, part-time, but I've been full-time now since 2015. Were you 12 years old when you first started? <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a little older than that. <laughs> do you remember your first client? I sure do. And my first client is still a current client. His name's Brian Moon. He's right here from the Decatur, Georgia area. He started a little uh, lawn management, you know, grass cutting service way back when, and 
And uh, I don't even remember how he got my name, but, you know, he, he picks up the phone, he calls me up and, and asks me if I could help him. And, you know, I've been helping him ever since. That's awesome. Our third guest is Perina Anderson, and she is the owner of Twin Cookies and Sweets. And so glad to have you. What inspired you to get into the business you're in, and how long have you been in business? So I've been in business for five years now. Um, I actually started one day, I just picked up my kids from daycare, and their godmother wanted to spend time with them and went that baking cookies. I'm always a little extra and I go above and beyond, so I decided to decorate them, post them on Facebook, and everybody started asking me, hey, uh, are you selling them? And I was like, sure, why not? And ever since, I just started selling cookies, and the rest is history. Are you doing all your business online, or do you have an actual brick and mortar? Um, I'm actually doing them all of them online, and we're working on getting our shop. Who was your first customer outside of family? Because I'm sure family was all over it. But who was your first customer at Twin Cookies and Sweets? Oh, my gosh. Bless her heart. Um, it was Miss Kathy McDaniel. Um, she was, well, she is one of my really good friends from high school mom. And me and her daughter play soccer together. And she reached out to me and placed her order. I, like, literally, seriously, bless her heart because my cookies used to be so ugly back then. <laughs> they want to go who, back and look at them. <laughs> who cares what they look like? It's how they taste, right? Well, mine are custom cookies. So I draw on the cookies. I can make logos and all of these things. So back then, when I go back to the pictures and look at it, I'm just like, ooh, like, whoever buys these cookies to look at them now, how they look. Well, let me ask you about that. So say if Reggie wants some cookies that look like, I don't know, an air conditioner or something with his logo on it, do you get that detailed? Yes, I do everything. So you just tell me what you want and I'll make it happen. I'll make it into a cookie. Sounds like a cookie party, Reggie. <laughs> I don't miss any meals. You can see that, right? For all of you, it's, it's scary when you start your own business. You're responsible for everything. It's not just showing up and then going home at 5 o'clock. You're really working 24 hours these days. What advice would you give someone, Reggie, that's looking to maybe get out of the corporate world and maybe start their own business? Well, it's simple. I believe if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Ooh, and I like that. And, you know, getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, starting your day, planning, writing down things, uh, any ideas that come across your head uh, during the course of a day, you should write it down. And, like, once again, I mean, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And it'll all happen for you. I know a lot of people that they tell me when I had to start my own business, I was terrified. It sounds like you were actually in a good place when you started yours. Yeah, yeah. Reno, same thing for you. What advice would you give to somebody that's thinking about starting their own? Not a CPA firm because we know you got enough competition as there is, mm -hmm. but uh, starting their own business out there. Yeah, it's very similar to Reggie. You know, I, I would say, you know, and what I kept preaching to myself was stick to what you know, study and, and learn and make sure you know all about, you know, your subject matter. You know, in, in my case, it was doing accounting and taxes, whatever your service you're providing. Be the expert at it and treat your customers good to where they will tell others about you. And lastly, don't be afraid to ask questions and get help. If you think you know everything, then you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. that, that entrepreneur thinks he knows everything is an entrepreneur that is in trouble and don't know it. You've been doing this a long time. I'm sure you're still learning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And I learn something every day. Perina, same question for you. I mean, what advice? Because I know it's, it's a little scary to go in, especially a business like yours where you probably have a lot of costs associated with having to make the cookies and make the treats. Mine is just do it. It's never the right time to open your own business. Just risk everything and go for it. If you're passionate, go for it. Yes. Don't let anything hold you back. Correct. Because I'm sure some of you folks here may have told you, oh, you don't want to do that, and they might try to discourage you. Did that happen to anybody in here? Oh, yes. All the time. All the time it happens. You want to work for somebody else. You don't, you know, you don't have to worry about the paycheck coming. Reggie, you have employees. 
Yes. I mean, a lot of times, sometimes you'll pay the employees before you pay yourself. That has happened plenty of times. You know, did the job get done? No, but do I have to have to pay them? Yeah, but you know, you know the recourse behind that. But of course, yeah, that's right. We have to do that quite a bit. You're all very successful right now, Reggie. What are you most proud of? That's another good question. Um, I'm proud of being in a position to be able to listen better, because um, you have to listen to what people say and what people don't say to be able to help them. Um, because sometimes they won't tell you everything. Uh, prime example. Um, if you're going to the house and uh, you notice the system is broken down, it's not working, uh, the customer may not tell you that they've been changing the filters regularly. And you go up in the attic and or you find the filter, you look at it, and it's all matted, and the system is sweating and, and leaking water. And you say to yourself, this filter has never been changed before. And that's one of the causes of the system being broken down. Yeah. So being a good listener. And really asking a lot of questions, too. Asking a lot of questions. And then listening to the answers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the customers the customers will sometimes tell you exactly what's wrong with it, but they don't really know, you know, by the questions that you ask of being a good listener, yeah. Well, it's, it's a macho thing for guys because we don't want to say we know nothing about our AC and our heating. We want to say, <laughs> yeah, you know, I did this, I was working on it. You probably get that a lot. I get that a lot. Now, when it comes to, to, to taxes and, and CPA work, Reno, a lot of folks like me admit we don't know what the heck we're doing, which is why we hire a professional like you. I'm sure you're asking a lot of questions all the time. You have to listen. Yes. I mean, you know, you, you have to get that picture from the client, you know, of what their situation is. So if you don't listen, you, you don't, you're not going to pick up all the information you need from them. Probably we be. ask a lot of questions to get those answers, of course. Yeah, you won't <laughs> stay in business very long. Right. But but you've been able to stay in business for you know through through ups and downs in the economy. I mean, I think you have a business that might be recession proof. People still have to do taxes and their all their other accounting work. What are you most proud of in in the long time that you've been in business? I'm most proud of the fact that I've actually been able to build my own practice and maintain it as a personal service. That's something that my client base greatly seeks is the personal service, me servicing them, not one of my twelve you know, junior accountants or something of that nature, right? You know, so they like the personal service, and, and uh, we're, we're proud enough to be at the right size uh, with the right billing rates now to where we can do it and, and, and have enough time to spend with the client. And, and to pay you a compliment, Reno, I mean, you and your son, Reno Jr., you guys have personalities, too. And I don't mean this bad, but sometimes people that are number crunchers, they don't have that personality. And you're a fun person to be around, and you, you get involved in the community. It's true that the stereotype for us accountants are, you know, kind of laid back, shy, introverted, right? And right. True. I'm not that. Uh, that's, I think, uh, one of the areas that back when I was in, in, in the commercial career, uh, my bosses were always saying, hey, you know, you're, you'd make a really good CPA, you know, a, a public practitioner CPA. And I kind of, you know, enough of those hints yeah. got me out there into the business, as you can see. <laughs> Great. Well, Perina, what are you most proud of as long as now that you've been in business? Well, mine is most of it, my family for adjusting into the cookie world. Um, I mean, I brought them in and they didn't know what they were getting themselves into. I have my twin boys and my husband and my husband picks up everything that I'm liking of. And it's, I'm just proud of them for just adjusting to all of this. Speaking for, I know Reggie already, he said, we love to eat, don't we? <laughs> well, Reno, you're Italian, so, I mean, I know how that goes. I'm we, over here wanting a cookie right now. <laughs> <laughs> Exa exactly. So, I know you're, you're proud, but I, I got to ask, on behalf of all the guys here, talk about some of the products that you provide. You know, cookies, but I also see treats and sweets. Yes, so I'm actually Peruvian. 
So um, we make, um, well, I make Peruvian treats such as um, alfajores, mazamora, um, rice pudding. So little things, little Peruvian sweets. That's what I add to my menu. And um, also we provide shaved ice. My husband is Hawaiian. So we brought our machines from Hawaii and we do shave ice and everything. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. The name of the company, mm -hmm. Twin Cookies and sweets, cookies with a K, by the way. Yes. But the, the name Twin. Now, obviously, some some thought went into the name <laughs> of the company because for, for Mobley HVAC, mm -hmm. Reggie, it took you five seconds to come up with that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I did. laughs> Reno Borgononi CPA. <laughs> Reno did nothing but add CPA to the yeah. end of his name. Georgia State Board of Accounts, he made me name my firm that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, but yours is a little different. Twin cookies. Uh, where did the twin come from? Okay, so in my logo, as you can see here, I have two little llamas. I'm Peruvian. Two llamas. So I had the llamas, and then my kids have twin boys. So I did two little llamas. Twin. And then cookies, both of them with K, because their names starts with the K. One is Kekoa, and the other one is Kaoni. Oh, wow. So that's how I came up with the name, Twin Cookies and Sweets. Great. That is neat to hear. As we do this podcast in late June of 2020, we're in the midst of this pandemic. I mean, none of us has ever experienced anything like this in our lifetime. And I think we're all kind of learning on the go. Reggie, for your HVAC company, how has the pandemic affected you? And have you had to kind of change things you do in your business? Yes, we have. We're, we're doing more indoor air quality products, meaning uh, things like UV lighting, plasma systems, HEPA, air filtration systems installing in people's houses. And those products does kill viruses, mold, bacteria, mildew. If you got a musty smell, it, 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 uh, it kills off all that. And um, just being able to protect the person's home, you know, when they come home, uh, the air conditioning is running and it is blowing air. So you want to have that air sanitized, if, if, you know, uh, getting rid of the viruses, mold, bacteria, and things like that. So we started selling more of those products, and customers are really liking it. That's one of our biggest sellers is our indoor, quality, indoor air quality products. And um, the way we protect ourselves from coming in your house, we do things like shoe covers. We carry a bottle of sanitizer in our back pocket. I make sure of that. Uh, anything we touch, you know, we immediately sanitize in our hand. We wear a mask. So, yeah, we, we, we're protecting ourselves, and we try to protect your home as well. You've been considered an essential employer? Yes. Because, obviously, things break down. People need you to come out still. Yeah, when it's hot, it's hot. You don't like it when it's hot in your house. Especially in Georgia. <laughs> Especially in Georgia. You're, you're in the right state, that's for sure. Yes. Reno, have you had to change anything? You know, right off the bat, thinking of a CPA, I would think not much would change, but maybe it has. Yeah, well, you know, if I had a big office and a lot of staff, a lot of things would have changed. But, you know, I was fortunate enough to already have been working from home. Yeah, and everything so you do, you could pretty that much wasn't do. wasn't a change. You could do me, a lot right? of your stuff virtually. Yes, and we do almost everything remotely from the client. So, you know, we I do have clients over. I've had clients over. This year we had almost none over. You know, we, we changed there. We were a little bit more forceful with the client that was not that into reading emails or whatever. You know, we kind of talked them in the, let's do it that way instead of you coming over this year, you know. So we, we just did a little bit of that. We, we implemented social distance. If someone does come over, we, we keep our distance. I only have one or two at the most come over. I don't have four or five people come paddle up in my basement home office no more, you know, like they did in the past. Right, right. You know, but but otherwise, you know, we, we are, you know, uh, you know, one of the firms that everybody still needs. And when the all of the all these loans and everything were passed and came out, everybody needed help to do those and file those. So I actually gained more work or new work from the 
you know, those uh, crisis and, and uh, related uh, plans that were all passed, you know, yeah. all those loans and, of course. and credits and everything, you know. I, I know a lot of folks that their business has actually peaked and done better during this whole crisis that we're going through. Yeah, there's some that, uh, yeah, anybody who was taking, you know, who was remotely taking care of their customer base probably are doing pretty good because they, more of that was required. Perina, you take your orders online, and then you bake all the cookies and the treats, but then you have to deliver them, don't you? Well, actually, before the pandemic, I didn't deliver. It was a front porch pickup, and uh, but I really liked to interact with my clients. Um, during the pandemic, I started uh, offering, it was a no-contact front porch delivery, and I deliver all over the Atlanta metro area. And uh, I went, actually, I ended up baking over 400 baskets and deliver them all over the place um, so I offer that as one of the way that I can continue my business and protect everyone and then the other one if you would like to pick it up from my place um, I just have a little porch in the front where you just come and pick up your bag and it has your name and everything have you seen business stay steady or decline or even go up mine, during, the, during this pandemic mine actually went up a lot when I started offering the delivery um, not contact delivery it was pretty much people from all over the states. I had clients from Alabama sending baskets to their grandkids in um, Smyrna or Austell and places like that. So they were able to stay in contact with their family during Easter, Mother's Day, and all of these holidays. I didn't even think about that. Kind of like flowers. I mean, anybody in the country can contact you and deliver anywhere in the Atlanta metro area. Yes, I had um, the one that was the farthest one was from Iowa, and she sent cookies to Hawaii and Iowa and few of them to Florida. So they don't have to be local, you'll ship them anywhere? Yes. I oh, do. okay. Yeah. Very <laughs> cool. Very cool. As we get ready to wrap up the program, you all are members of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. Thus, you're on the show here, The Voice of Business, which is the monthly chamber show here on Business Radio X. I want to ask you all about your membership with the chamber and how has that helped your business? And we'll start with you, Reggie. Uh, how long have you been a member? Oh, man, for the last six years okay. I've been a, a member with the Chamber. Um, and, and how have you been able to utilize your membership? Absolutely, yeah. Um, one thing I love about the Chamber is the uh, the after hours that they have every month. You know, it's free food, free drinks. We go back, you and I, we go back to the food a lot, don't we? Yes, yes. Um, other than that. But the, but the networking, too. The networking. I would hope you network sometimes in between bites. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of the members that's in there that go to the meeting on Thursdays and Fridays, I know some of those people personally, and we continuously do work for them, and it's always continuous referrals. That's why I stay with the Chamber, because it's always referrals coming out of there. Since you've been a member for quite some time now, how much of your business would you say has come from the Chamber, directly or indirectly? Because I know a lot of folks I talk to, sometimes they'll say 50, 60, 80 percent of my business has been because of my Chamber membership. I would say about 70 percent. Wow. Seven, it's big. It's, it's, it's really big. Um, um, I could pick up the phone and just call somebody with another business, like uh, one particular one person in particular, Derek Bell. He, he's uh, Arrowhead Plumbing. Yep. I pick up the phone and pick his brain all the time, and I refer him work. He refers me work, and you know I think it's awesome. The chamber is awesome. Reno, can you beat those numbers? I don't know. I've been a member as as myself as a CPA firm for about same time, about six years or so. I've, I've actually been around the chamber probably 15 years. Before that, I was a CFO of an IT staffing firm, and we were members, uh, MD&E Inc., but I didn't show up much then. I had salesmen, you know. Uh, but at any rate, as I turned to focus on myself, you know, back in 2014 or 15, whenever I joined, I can't remember now, uh, it's, it's been all good. 
you know, I can say that I get 100% of my business from referrals, okay, but about 6% of that is from my current clients, so the rest is pretty much the Chambers. And it's know? a matter of not just joining the Chamber, but getting out to the events like both you guys do and mm-hmm. and meeting folks. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you know, I kind of fade away, you know, for the first half the year. It would tax season keeps me away from the Friday meetings that I like to go to, but I can usually make the after hours or any kind of a evening or weekend thing, you know. So. And, and this year, everything's kind of been delayed as far as the tax season because of the whole COVID thing. Right, right. You know, that scared us at first, you know, and when all this hit, you know, and, and uh, you know, I was like, oh, no, my, you know, half my clients are going to go out of business, so therefore I will go out of business, right? Yeah. You know, and, and then when they delayed the tax, well, everybody just stopped. You know, the people who you're working on and fouling and due dates for coming here, they just stopped. So it's like by rushed tax season of April didn't happen. It's just casually continuing. So I usually have nothing to do in June or July, and now I'm very busy. So it's, yeah. I, I don't really, you know, to me, I'm still shocked every day because this is not normal for me. Right. I've been in practice long enough to, not have, to never have worked in June or July before. And, <laughs> yeah, and here you, you, know, here, here and, you are. And, and then, with, like I say, with all of the, you know, little loans and, and credit credits that came apart, they had to, the owner of the firms had to do all kind of crazy calculations and build all kind of statements and documentation and and so it it gave me a little extra work there and perina how long have you been with the chamber i actually been um a year okay i started making cookies for the moxie awards and i just got an email a couple weeks ago that i was nominated to one of the congratulations thank you you know you can buy off the judges with cookies and treats (laughs) (laughs) just saying that's probably how i got in there (laughs) but um most of my business come from the chamber I would say 60% of it. As one of the newer members of the, of the Gwinnett Chamber, what was it that led you to joining? Actually, it was Lena that reached out to me. Uh, she tried my cookies with Mary Lynch in one of their events, and she reached out to me, and she said she wanted me here, and she wanted me to be part of that, and uh, she brought me here. <laughs> awesome. As we wrap up the show now, we want to ask each of you uh, how people can get in touch with you, and definitely give your websites for those that would like to check into your services. So, uh, Reggie... For your company, Mobley HVAC, people need some repair work or service work or installation, whatever the case may be. What's the best way to to reach out to you and and find out more about your company? Um, Well, you can do it a couple of ways. You can go to www.mobleyhvac.com. You can click on service requests. You can send in a request online and uh, we'll get it. If you have a question, you can also put a question in there. We'll answer it back. Our phone number is 770-939-6998. Or if you see our van uh, riding around, just honk. Honk at the van. Yeah. Chase the van down. Yeah, there you go. I need your help. <laughs> I assume the uh, website is probably on the side of the van. It is. There you go. Make sure you have a pad and pen and, and uh, write it down. Gotcha. Reno, for those that need help with their numbers, need their help with their taxes, how do they get in touch with you? Well, you can get in touch with us by phone, you know, or email. Uh, we go by RMB CPA. That's our little logo. So if you can just remember that. So we're rmbcpa.biz for our website. Uh, another firm took the dot com. I've been pretty upset about that. But at any rate, you can also reach us at 678-971-7366. You know, we're rarely available when you need us. So you, so even though you're busy, you're never too busy to take on new clients. Not, not right now, anyway. And Perino, when Reno and Reggie and myself are ready to place our orders for cookies, how would we do that? You can always go to my website, and it's twincookiesandsweets.com, and cookies is K-O-O-K-I-E-S. And uh, my phone number is 678-793-1929. Twin cookies and sweets, all spelt out.com. Yes. 
Great. I want to thank all three of our guests for joining us here on the program. I want to thank our listeners as well, and also Amanda for producing the show. A reminder that the voice of business can be heard every month here on Business Radio X. It's also available on all of your favorite podcast platform apps, including iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Podchaser. It's just search for The Voice of Business or Gwinnett Chamber, and the show will pop up. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the show, and we'll see you next time here on Business Radio X. 